0: Hi everyone, this is Mark, and welcome to another episode of the Mark Hastings Experience. And in this episode, um, I'm going to be talking about uh, a favourite film of mine. And uh, the film that I'm going to be talking about uh, today is Dead Poets Society, uh, which is a 1989 American teen drama film written by Tom uh, Shulman, uh, directed by uh, Peter Weir. And stars, of course, the late, great Robin Williams in a phenomenal um, role. Um, the film also stars Robert Sean Leonard, Ethan Hawke, Josh Charles, um, Kurtwood Smith, uh, Norman Lloyd, um, Gail Hanson, and um, also Lara Flynn Boyle uh, James, uh, Waterson, and it is a, an absolutely amazing film, and this film is amazing for many reasons, and it's amazing to me because, um, and if you're not familiar with the, the, the premise of the film, uh, it's set in 1959 in a fictional elite, a conservative Vermont boarding school called Welton Academy and it tells the story of an English teacher who inspires his students through his teachings of poetry and um as I say it's a phenomenal film and it's a phenomenal film because if you don't already know I'm a poet uh I've been writing poetry for um some years now, um, uh, 13 years, and I've been publishing my poetry online um, for the last probably 11 years, Um, and I've been uh, publishing books of poetry since uh, 2012, and my first book of poetry uh, was called Poet of the Sphere. My second book of poetry was called The Sound of Mark. My third book of poetry was called The Eternal Boy. And my fourth book of poetry was called The Dreamer and the Dream. And poetry means so much to me. And um, in fact, poetry to me is the DNA of nature, of life. It's the universe everything if you can if you can understand poetry which i believe everybody can you can understand but really everything that you ever could ever want or need to know and if you can write poetry if you can delve deep into your heart which i believe that everybody can also in varying degrees then you can share something with people that um, that some of the, the greatest poets and playwrights um, known known to man have, have been able to do. And you can say a lot with a little. And you can say a little with a lot. But poetry, and as someone who has written hundreds of poems, I identify more with the, uh, with the main character, um, John Keating, uh, played by Robin Williams, um, more so now than I did when I was, when I was younger, because I understand what it's like to live, love, and breathe poetry, um, as i say poetry means a lot to me and i was first introduced to poetry through reading shakespeare's sonnets and um but i've always been i've always been an admirer of poetry in some way shape or form but i didn't understand it until i started writing it for myself until my heart was opened just like some of the members of the Dead Poet Society within the film uh, are, um, and if you're not familiar with the film, um, the um, Robin Williams' um, character uh, John Keating um, comes to uh, Welton um, uh, Academy um to take over the 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 Eng- as the english teacher and uh he has some very unorthodox teaching methods um but um and of course the 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 students that he teaches um including the very um um reserved and uh, meek um main character of um of uh Todd Anderson who's played by Ethan Hawke um he brings out a lot in these in the characters um such as Neil Perry um Knox Overstreet Charlie Dalton um and he brings out poetry he he teaches well he doesn't teach poetry i mean they have a textbook and it is written, the introduction is written in there, and he basically says, rip it out. Because the introduction to this book of poetry is trying to uh, analyse, and it believes that it can analyse what makes a poem or poetry uh, powerful. It it, uh, presupposes that if... Um, you can, you can accurately, um, estimate what is going to make a poetry perfect. Um, and John Keating basically says to everybody in his class to rip out the entire introduction and throw it in the garbage can. And it's a wonderful scene because... Just hearing the introduction, the way the, the, um, the person uh, who'd written the introduction was trying to lay out what makes a poem perfect, uh, to me, just seemed like an overestimation, estimation um, And it takes away any kind of um, individuality, and any kind of individual um perspective and love and appreciation and robin williams is absolutely phenomenal he's my favorite actor he's been in so, he was in so many films and his loss is incredibly painful and whenever i see a film favorite film of mine that he's in again, and I see his performance, and I see how amazing his performance is, it just, it's heartbreaking, because he was such an incredible talent, and um, the way that he conveys the the words, the way he can, he explains what it, what poetry is, what it, what it truly means, without um, um, trying to overanalyze it and it's just wonderful and i just want to read to you a bit of dialogue from the uh from the film uh and how john keating introduces his uh english class to poetry and he says this we don't read and write poetry because it's cute O oh me, O oh life, of the questions of these reoccurring, of the endless trains of the faithless, of cities filled with f- the foolish, what good amid these, O oh me, O oh life? Answer that you are here, that life exists, an identity, that the powerful play goes on, and you may contribute a verse. That the powerful play goes on. And you may contribute a verse. What will your verse be? And. Of course. One of the most famous. Um, uh, parts of dialogue. Um, is when. Um, John Keating takes his class. To the trophy uh, cabinet. Uh, where there are. Um, There are some photographs of some former students and he he says this. He says, they're not that different from you, are they? Same haircuts, full of hormones, just like you. Invincible, just like you feel. The world is their oyster. They believe they're destined for great things, just like many of you. Their eyes are full of hope, just like you. Did they wait until it was too late to make... From their lives, even one iota of what they were capable? Because you see, gentlemen, these boys are now fertilising daffodils. But if you listen real close, you can hear them whisper their legacy to you. Go on, lean in, listen. You hear it? Carpe, hear it? Carpe, carpe diem. Seize the day, boys. Make your lives extraordinary. And that is poetry. Seize the day. As someone who has written hundreds of poems, I can honestly tell you that that is poetry in a nutshell. It is seizing every moment of time every experience and trying to rack your brain try to make sense of it try to interpret it try to put it into words and some people for some people poetry goes straight over their head um if they can't understand it it scares them and people are usually scared of what they don't understand and there is so much to be understood from poetry, from plays. There, There is, because of sometimes, because of the, the difference in language, especially in, you know, old English that you see within perhaps Shakespeare's uh, plays, you know, they were written 500 years ago, so there is definitely going to have been um, an evolution of language in that time which there has been and for some people when they look at something written in an an old form of uh, a language it can seem inaccessible to them um, but that's why um, taking the time to understand what a word actually means um, it can be incredibly informative and if you just know what um a certain word means and it's modern day um equivalent then you can easily um access the joy and the knowledge and the the beauty within the plays and because all of shakespeare's plays for example are um are full of incredible detail and um, because he was, you know, he, to me, he's a god in, in literary terms. He, he's the one who was the instigator of me writing poetry in the first place, even though I suppose the instigator, the real instigator was what John Keating talks about and when he talks about passion because passion is one of the greatest motivators in the entire world. And I felt passion. I felt love. um, Before I first wrote my first poem. And I just knew that I had to write something. I knew that I had something within me that I needed to say. And there was someone that I needed to say it to. And... ...that was when I just sat down... ...having read through all of Shakespeare's sonnets... ...and I thought, I'm going to try it myself. And I tried... ...and I wrote something... ...and... ...as they say, the the, the rest is history. Um, and I just kept writing and writing and writing... ...and as I say, 13 years on... Um, ...yeah, I've written hundreds, hundreds of poems... And of course that led to me to go on to write short stories and, um, novels. Um, so, yeah, passion. I always had a passion for language, for conversation. But it was the passion that I was feeling within my heart and in my soul was what drew out of me, um, this, um... This want, this need, this power, this poetic um, voice of mine to be let out, and it's a lesson that John Keating tries to teach to his his students, and um, you know his um, the Latin phrase "carpe diem" to seize the day is is the greatest lesson that he taught to them in my opinion um, you know he try, he tries to demonstrate to them and teach them um about how looking at the world in a different way can can inform how they they see the world and how they interpret the world um but his methods are not seen by uh by everybody to be um to be um appropriate as why uh, as i said he's um his teaching methods are considered unorthodox but for me as i said he he not only teaches the importance of poetry and passion and he also inadvertently introduces um the dead poet society which was a society of like-minded um students um some years before uh of which um john keating was was a member of uh who used to all gather together in a cave near the school and um read poetry and share their passions, their dreams, things that uh, um, interested them, and and it is from this introduction that the, the main characters um, take the inspiration to restart the club, and sneak off campus um, to the same cave, and read poetry, and verse, and come up with their own compositions and um some are even given the um by the the process of reading poetry and being introduced to poetry and sharing are inspired to um to tell the person that they love um that they love them even though they are going out with they're in a relationship with someone else uh, it also um, pushes one of the, the students, uh, Neil, to um, pursue his love of acting. Um, uh, as a result of which, he gets the role of Puck in a local production of A Midsummer Night's Dream, despite the fact that his um, his father Thomas wants him to go to go into the Ivy League um, and study med, um, go to medical school. Uh, and he doesn't, he, and Neil knows that, um, his father won't approve of, uh, him acting. Um, but, uh, he does it anyway, and, uh, unfortunately, um, at the, towards the end of the film, Neil, um, is, he does participate in the, the Midsummer Night's Dream play, um, but his father attends, um, and he pulls him away at the end of the performance, and uh, um, yeah, he tells him that he's going to be pushed off to mid um, military school uh, to prepare him for Harvard, um, because his father is has these preconceived notions of who his um, who his son should be and what he should do, and the idea of being a three a free thinker like John Keating has been teaching is um, something that uh, cannot happen because his father is the is the authoritarian figure and he tells him what to do, and unfortunately, this leads to Neil. ...committing suicide... Um, ...after he takes his father's... Um, ...gun... ...and... Um, ...he kills himself... ...and this causes a great deal of... ...sadness and distress... ...for his friends and... ...the members of the... ...the Dead Poet Society... ...and all the... ...blame is placed... ...on junk eating... ...for... Um, ...basically pushing the boys, into, um, restarting the Dead Poets Society, and, um, in fact, the, the character of Cameron, uh, names John Keating as, uh, the, um, the, the, the instigator of, um, what they did, and, um, yeah, basically, John Keating is, help, is uh, put out to, to dry, and, uh, he ends up Losing his teaching position, but the end scene uh, where um, where several when John Keating comes in to get his personal effects and um, and Todd Anderson, played by Ethan Hawke, sees him and he's nervous because he was made to sign a statement along with the other members of the Dead Poet Society to basically frame um and put all the onus on uh Neil's death on John Keating and um however um even though some stay at their desks um Todd um gets up on his desk and uh along with um other members of the the Dead Post Society and they they say um, they call out, um, the, uh, the poem, "O oh, Captain, My Captain, uh, which was written by, uh, Walt Whitman in 1865 about the death of the US President Abraham Lincoln, um, and in fact, uh, throughout the film, The Dead Poets Society, they refer to, um, John Keating as, um, as uh oh Captain and my captain um so yeah um and it uh it's an invigorating film it's an incredibly sad film, but it's such an honest and true to god lesson for people. And I would advise everybody who has never seen the film to to watch it. Because it is incredible. The way that John Keating, Robin Williams, this character, teaches poetry, teaches about what it means, is something that I, I, I know full well. The power of poetry, what it means to me. And the fact that some say that it has to be written in such a way to be considered poetry, or it has to... Do this it has to do that, it's complete rubbish, and this is coming from someone. As I say, I've written poems hundreds of poems, I've written books of poems, poetry. Whether they're good or bad is um, down to interpretation. Um, but I'm telling you that what John Keating teaches in Dead Poet Society the way and the way that he invigorates his students shows the the power of words of language of what is inside people it also teaches why it's important to seize the day i mean whenever i write a poem i like to try and infuse it with as much heart and feeling and i always think of every poem that i write as if it were a time capsule of a moment in time that will never come again, and that's why they're they're all important. Whether you're talking about a uh, a teapot or a cloud in the sky, or a tree, or a person, or a dog, anything, it means something in that in that moment of time. It meant something. Now, some poems are timeless. You can read them at any point in any century, and they're still they still resonate. They still have they still carry the same message, that same vital message. Others are more contemporary. They're supposed to be interpreted um, through the lens of the time in which they're written, like any kind of a, a literature, a book. Or maybe a movie, a television show; um, those that are set within the the time that they are being made are time capsules of of that of that time. But poetry um, and poems, if they're lucky, then they ascend time and space; they transcend time and space, I should say. And there are some poets and there are certain poems that are just, you know, the best. They bring out and they evoke so many images and, um, and voices from beyond, feelings, that only the the words of a of a master um wordsmith can can do and shakespeare is one of them walt whitman is one of them but uh poetry is just the best when you you and speaking from my own personal perspective when you know that you have it within you you have this love because you have to love poetry to be able to write it, you have to, you can't not love the, the act and the art of poetry, um, if you want to write it, you, you have to have that, you have to be, you have to have that, um, that ear for, um, the music because poetry is music, just as pu- as music is poetry. And it's all down to interpretation. Of course, poetry comes in many different forms, many different languages. But it's unmistakable. Poetry just jumps from the page. It jumps into your mind. And it opens your mind and opens your perspective, opens your imagination gives you a reason to do things it's amazing and I always look forward to every new poem that I write um because it gives me an opportunity to allow my poetic allow the connection between myself and my muse to harmonize and allow me to share that which I feel within and you know sometimes it's it can it can take a while sometimes it can be instantaneous sometimes you can wake up three o'clock in the morning and and immediately you you are you have something on your mind when you're a poet it's like being any kind of an artist you 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 don't if you wait for it then it will never come but if you just carry on your your life and you just carry on doing what you'd normally do, then it's miraculously it will come to you. Um, but you have to seize that moment. As a poet, as an artist, you have to seize every moment when you get inspiration. Because you are being given that inspiration for a reason. And as someone who has been inspired to write, and I've thought to myself... Oh, I'll do something with that at some point. It, very easily, that idea, that moment can pass you by. It can slip through your fingers like water through a sieve and you, it's gone. The thought has literally just evaporated and you find yourself trying to figure out and trying to remember and trying to backtrack what it was that you might have thought or what it was that it occurred to you but of course it's too late because you didn't seize the moment you didn't seize the day and that's happened to me and i always um beat myself up about that because every time i have seized the day every time that i've 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 been inspired and i've done something about it it has led to something that is for my on my for my part memorable and has um instigated um a change in perspective in in some way, shape or form. And just like every poet, um, every storyteller, I'm constantly looking at the world, looking at the world through and looking for new perspectives, looking for New inspirations, new influences, and that's what but i but I am not um alien to going back and looking at something and going back to people, to characters um to films, to books that have a message that needs to be um reread rewatched heard once again and over and over again because that message is powerful and the message within dead poet society is to follow your passion and if you are a poet then you must do that if you and if you do you will never you will not regret it i don't regret a single moment um i there was a moment when I, I knew that I had some, and it, at first it wasn't, it wasn't easy, um, but once I wrote my first poem, I knew I wanted to write another, and then another, and then another, and then another, and, and then before I knew it, I was, exp- um, expanding my horizons, I was writing about other things rather than just about one person, and, and then it escalated, and yeah, as I say, you know, 13 years on. I am someone who looks back upon all that I've written. All that I've done. All that I've thought about. Imagined. All of the people that I've met. All of the experiences that I've had. And I am so glad that I took that. Took my inner instinct. To seize the day. All those years ago. To to feel something. And to want to share what I was feeling and to search for a way to convey what I was feeling into words and once I did that it was just it, it was like a door within my mind had been opened and from it over the years has come many things many great gifts of intuition imagination and as I say it has led me to go to places and to do things and to meet people that um, have influenced me and have given me um, timeless instances and moments uh, from which I have been inspired and um, that's why it's uh, as I say it's it's never a bad thing A bad thing. To seize the day. And even though in the film. um, The character Neil. um, Everything is blamed. His death is blamed on. John Keating. It wasn't his. It wasn't John Keating's fault. He gave those boys. The boys of the reformed. um, The restarted. Dead Poets Society. He gave them. A gift which was to look at the world and to follow their passions and to and to feel something and to and to offer to the world um a piece of their heart their soul and especially the character of todd anderson played by ethan hawke who at the beginning of the film is very shy um and who really comes out of his shell the more he's introduced to uh, the other students um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's such a moving film, Dead Poets Society, um, and, as I say, Robin Williams, I mean, what more can anyone say about that great man, um, you know, he's, he was a treasure, and, um, he was a gift to the world, he really was, and the way that his character, the way he and his character, the the way his portrayal of John Keating really instilled a great deal of excitement and passion and energy into the the other young other young actors portraying the the, the Dead Poets Society. It's just amazing to me um, every time I watch it and uh yeah, it's such a sad loss, a sad loss, but yeah he the way that he explains poetry it is there is no more truer way than the way that he he explains poetry, he explains at one point about how people walk, their cadence, the way people. Walk in a different way, and that will inform how they express themselves and It's true you know when we first start writing poetry and when we first start doing anything, we try to emulate those who have come before us. I myself, as i said uh I started uh reading um poems, sonnets, and sonnets of the the great writers and the great poets of um centuries past uh before eventually trying to write something of my own and over time my poetry my voice the way that I write what I write about has evolved over time and I can honestly say that I am not the same poet as I was when I was about 10 years ago um the way that I write has changed the way that i see the world um has changed in small ways but fundamental ways in the same um um same way of speaking but i'm more informed i'm even more influenced but life uh art does change over time um and it's all down to perspective down to um you know the way that people are are, are taught to interpret um, things. Um, as I say, some things are timeless, but um, yeah, every writer changes, every person changes, and that's that's fine. That's that should be um, that should be championed. The way that everybody has their own voice, has their own individual style, their own individual walk through life. Which is something that John Keating teaches. And that you shouldn't be one of the... You know, one of the herd, kind of. Um, and, um, yeah, seize the day. That is the, the one of the greatest messages from the film. And, um, yeah, it's such a beautiful film. Um, one of my favourites, really, is... And, um, I suppose because I'm a poet, and it speaks to who I am, the character of John Keating speaks to me, and he kind of makes me feel that that is how I would teach if I was teaching poetry to a class of students, because everything that he says is so true and so important and so vital, and You can't learn how to. You can't analyze poetry from reading a book. You can't learn how to write poetry from reading a book. You have to have your own introduction to it. You can't force it. Um, Yeah, as I say, it can be simple. It can be in depth, but you have to come at it from your own, your own direction, your own individual. Um way of thinking, your own individual way of speaking, and just don't think just write you know just uh say what you wanna say, and that that is poetry as long as you speak from the heart, you speak with passion and you don't hold back, then that is poetry and uh yeah it's uh it's incredibly powerful, incredibly important and I'm I feel so blessed to to be a poet to have written all the poems that I've written and to in some way shape or form have um touched and connected with other people um in ways that I um could only have dreamed of doing when I first started writing um but it's a it's a great blessing great gift for me and I hope that uh, if you haven't already uh, enjoyed some of my poetry, that you listening to this may choose to head over to my website, um, markthepoet.me, uh, where you'll find hundreds of poems uh, that I've written um, over the last uh, the last few years. Uh, previous to that, if you search in Google, uh, "poet of the sphere." mark hastings and you might be able to find some of my other poems online alternatively you could also go to amazon or barnes and noble and um, search for mark hastings poet of the sphere the dreamer in the dream um, or just simply mark hastings poetry and you'll be able to check out some of my books that are still available to purchase um, as paperbacks as well as Ebooks for your, um, reading pleasure, um, but yeah, so I'm gonna sign off here, um, and I just want to say, if you haven't seen Dead Poets Society, um, then I really would suggest that you watch it, um, and because if you, perhaps as someone who has always been fascinated by poetry, but are, were perhaps, scared by poetry scared because you didn't understand poetry and you thought because you didn't understand it then you couldn't enjoy it then yeah as i say watch dead poet society and listen to the words spoken by robin williams's character john keating and the way that he explains poetry and then i'll advise you to go and read some great poetry by shakespeare or walt whitman and believe me, you will find yourself moved and touched and inspired by those some of those words, um, because poetry is the key to understanding the universe. In my book, and um, as I say, you may even be inspired after reading some poetry to write your own poetry and that is when you get into the 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 nitty-gritty as they say of explaining what is within and that is can be incredibly tricky it can be hard at at first but like turning on a tap sometimes once you start you can't stop and uh, that's how it happens sometimes but yeah so Definitely check out the Poet Society if you're um, if you want to watch a good film overall. And uh, as I say, if you would be so kind and you want to, you might perhaps want to check out some of my poetry. Then you can head over to MarkThePoet.me where you'll find quite a few poems about quite a few things, uh, varying from um, everything to anything, <laughs> and everything in between, uh, but yeah, so, because I just, I really don't have a, uh, I don't write about one, sim- one particular thing, I write about everything, everything and anything that comes to mind, and I just follow my passions, and I just follow my intellectual curiosity, um, and that's what, uh, that's the the main um, reason for my being. That's what I believe I'm here to do is to is to be uh, a messenger of um, the the message that is life uh, via my poetry. But uh, yeah. So anyway, like I say, I'm going to leave it there for now. I just want to say thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you like what you heard. And I'll talk to you again soon. Hi everyone, this is Mark. So I hope you did enjoy what you heard in this episode of the podcast. And uh, if you did and uh, you would like to enjoy more of my content, um, I'm a, a writer, I'm a poet, and I'm an author. Uh, I've written 11 books of uh, poetry uh, and short stories and uh, short novels. So if you're interested in reading some of my poems, my short stories or uh, the stories within my novels, then you can check them out online on Amazon or um, from the the Book Depository or online at uh, Barnes & Noble and uh, if you want to check out some of my re- most recent uh, poems then if you head over to uh, markthepoet.me online then you can check out some of my most recent poems and also some of the poems that I've written uh, in the past uh, but yeah so uh, I hope you like what you heard and I'll talk to you again soon.